0: Season's greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to Real Skiers with Jackson Hogan. In today's episode, I want to share my subscriber's view of my current coverage of the women's All Mountain East category, by far the most important genre for the female skier. Because of the importance of the category, I reviewed 12 models this year, despite all the limitations imposed on the process by the pandemic. Because I didn't get enough test data to merit posting women's scores this year, Real Skiers members won't see all the data that's posted for the recommended 21-22 season unisex models. That made it all the more important for me to provide a detailed, accurate narrative about each women's model under review. By the way, I'm proud to say that my media metrics show that RealSkiers.com has a far higher percentage of female readers than is typical in ski media. I like to think it's because I don't patronize and keep the focus on technical merit. Before I get a wrist sprain patting myself on the back, let's get into this week's subject. I'll begin with an overall introduction to the all-mountain-east genre, followed by an intro into the women's market specifically. Please accept my fondest wishes for a very happy new year. And now, a bit of background about the pivotal all-mountain-east category. The East modifier is meant to imply that this narrower collection of all-mountain skis with waist widths of 85 to 94 millimeters is a match for skiers who go on groomed trails most of the time, but want the freedom to foray into the untamed backside of the mountain when conditions merit. The cream of this crop have settled on a waist width between 88 millimeters and 94 millimeters underfoot, creating a very versatile profile that qualifies for the all-mountain moniker. Some brands differentiate their, quote, 88 from their, quote, 98 or All Mountain West model by making the former in a less burly construction that will slip into a slightly lower price point. These skis make excellent re-entry skis for consumers who have been out of the ski market for several years. Bear in mind that only a decade ago, a ski 90 millimeters underfoot, such as the Solomon Pocket Rocket, was presumed to be a pure powder ski. This collection has no such pretensions in a market inundated by an avalanche of skis over 2 centimeters wider, and therefore inherently that much more buoyant. But if an 88 millimeter board could float just fine in boot-top powder in 2003, it can manage the feet in 2022, and the best of today's crowded field don't care what the snow condition is. Digging deeper into this genre's makeup, it's divided along behavioral lines into two bundles, The friendly, easy-going rides versus the high-performance, type-A personalities. The former are accessible to almost any skill level, and as such are great transition skis for those caught in intermediate limbo. At this width, they are easy to balance on, yet retain most of the properties of technical skis, so that they still cut a precise arc when so instructed. The latter, high-energy bunch, either require elite skills or are best appreciated by those who know how to occasionally achieve a high edge angle and/or drive a directional ski over forty miles per hour. For the advanced woman, the all-mountain East category is most likely the best place for her to hunt for her one-ski quiver, in our view. The 88mm to 93mm waisted ski possesses the optimal surface area and shape to deliver adequate flotation in broken snow without creating a ski so wide that tipping it on hard snow potentially puts the knee joint at risk. The more petite the person, the more this prescription pertains. When we factor in the terrain versatility that archetypical all-mountain east skis provide, we're led to the conclusion that for many female skiers, east or west, these skis bring the best bundle of behaviors to the all terrain party. Many American women must agree, for they made Blizzard's Black Pearl 88 the best selling model for straight years. The Pearl's success no doubt inspired the competition to up its game, resulting in a market overstuffed with options. The women's All Mountain East genre is a crossroads category, where the DNA of skinny, front side models mingles with that of the skinniest members of an off trail tribe. For a category that professes to present, quote, 50-50 models that are equally at home, on piste or off, the women's all-mountain-east category is almost entirely comprised of skis descended from a fatter archetype. Because the women's all-mountain-east category is so popular, brands want to load it up with as many models as they can. There are often two or three tiers of the retail price spectrum represented, so women have more value-priced options. For in the final analysis, it's the adaptability to a broad palette of conditions that makes the all-mountain-east genre the home of do-it-all skis for women. Thanks to their shape and fairly svelte midsection, they carve up groomed runs with aplomb. While they're not as quick edge-to-edge as a slalom ski, they're plenty nimble enough to snake through bumps or slip through trees. Of course they can't float in freshies the same way a fatter ski can, but how many runs do you get in uncut snow, even on snow days? They have as much flotation for the average woman as a 98 millimeter waisted ski has for a man, which is sufficient in all but the most luscious, bottomless conditions. Now let's take a deeper look at the 2022 women's all-mountain east field. The pandemic may have slowed down the amount of model turnover across all categories, but the popularity of the all-mountain east genre assured that this pivotal genre would see new entrants come hell or high water. Atomic was still able to usher in its new Maven 93C and Maven 86C into the world, and Rossi created a whole new subgenre, All Resort, to describe an emerging skier type who will cotton to the headliner of its overhauled experience series, the EXP86 Basalt W. Three 2122 models we classify as new are upgrades of existing issues. The head Core 91W and Core 85W are part of an across-the-board amelioration of every core model, earning high praise from the ladies lucky enough to ski them. Liberty's Evolve 90W grew a new rib in its vertical metal technology makeup, granting it more grip on hard snow and better crud-busting power off-trail. As noted above, there's more than one price point in the all-mountain-east genre, and filling one of the lower slots is the new Vocal Blaze 86W, which makes the backcountry, as well as the resort, more accessible to newcomers with its $4.99 retail. Women gravitate to the all-mountain-east genre because it promises a measure of proficiency off-trail without giving up the security of carving on groomers. But groom slopes aren't really what they're made for. Out of 26 models we counted in the category, all but three were the slimmer members of an off-trail family. Only the head total joy, Kessley DX85 and Rossi's new EXP86 Basalt are extensions of frontside families. If you'd like to be introduced to the ladies who contributed to these reviews, please visit our women's test roster posted on Realskiers.com. And now, our top-rated women's ski in the All-Mountain East genre for this year, the top-selling women's ski of all time, Blizzard's Black Pearl 88. Blizzard already had the best-selling ski in the U.S., men's or women's, when it made two changes to the Black Pearl 88 that made the best even better. The first major sweetener was True Blend, a meticulously arranged parquet of lightweight poplar and denser beach that is adapted for every length and coordinated with modifications to the baseline and side cut. The goal of True Blend is a perfectly balanced flex that feels smooth yet energetic. The second major booster was a women-specific titanal plate underfoot that spreads its calming effect over nearly the full length of the ski. Quote, Every length is calibrated to create an optimal round flex that travels well in all conditions, notes Blizzard tester Kara Williams. Continuing her quote, The latest pearls are actually slightly heavier, 150 grams more, than the previous model, she notes. But I discovered after only three or four high-speed turns that once you click in, the function and performance outweigh the literal weight of the ski. It's more important to be the right weight than lightweight. Close quote. Nicole Iroff from Peter Glenn was smitten from the get-go. Quote, What can I say? This ski has it all, she raves. Click into your bindings and off you go. Super early to the edge, super easy to turn. They're so easy to ski and so much fun they are completely effortless. This sweet weight is so easy to go from one turn into the next. I highly recommend this ski for a solid intermediate to advanced intermediate skier. While I agree with Nicole that the Black Pearl 88 provides a great ski for an average skier to progress on, it's underselling its virtues. I skied the Pearl 88 in a 177cm, at Jackson Hole no less, and I can attest it wasn't made for intermediates. Don't get me wrong, it's not a bona fide, nor is it meant to be. Blizzard by the way, once made such a ski, the Dakota, and it bombed. It's meant to react to light pressure and conform to terrain rather than crush it. I agree with Nicole that it's not too much ski for an intermediate, assuming it's properly sized, but she puts too low a ceiling on its possibilities. Quote, It's a good single ski quiver that's easy to ski, sums up Laura Hughes-Allen, arriving at the same conclusion as thousands of other satisfied women before her. Our next ski in the women's all-mountain-east genre is the Head Core 91W, which is new this year, or at least it's been modified this year. The Head Core 91W is either the best women's ski for off-trail skiing or the best off-trail ski for women. Take your pick. Don't detect a difference? Neither do we. The properties that make the Core 91W a great women's ski and those that make it ideally suited for off-piece conditions are the same. No matter which side of this equation you're on, the Core 91W got a shot in the arm this year when Head incorporated several new elements into the core design. First, it redecorated the interior, tearing out artificial choroid honeycomb and replacing it with its blended Karuba poplar wood core. The switch to all wood makes a difference in the feedback the skier receives from the snow, so the ski feels supportive but not fussy about how it's handled. Within the Core family, the design of the Core 91W is shifted, however slightly, in favor of edge grip on hard snow versus smudgeability on the soft stuff. The overall impression is of a ski without biases. Unlike Mark Rafferty from Peter Glenn, who writes, quote, I'm admitting here that when I clicked into the Core 91, I had some bias. I'm already a Core fan and own a pair. So my thinking was, what did they do to mess with success? So I rode this 91 hard. The short-radius turns in the steeps were quick and energetic, in the lower-angle hard carves, velvety and eagle-building. It's a ski that you feel the best of its lightness and its powerful construction at every turn. It's quick yet down. The only conclusion to have was that Head managed to make this year's core even better. And that's huge. His compatriot, Claire Martin, sang in the same choir. Quote, This was the best all-mountain ski I have skied so far, ever. Held edges very well in a multitude of varied snow conditions. A good, stiff ski, without trying to take over. Whether you're taking your first strides into the side country, or perhaps the back country, or you earned your off-trail stripes long ago, the Core 91W is a gas to have along for the ride. You'll be amazed by the amount of energy you can save by skiing the right ski off-trail the Core 91W reigns supreme in this department. For its many energy-saving attributes, we award the Core 91W a Silver Skier Selection. Now, sister to that ski is the Core 85W, which was also new this year, and also a Silver Skier Selection. Head has so much confidence in the all-terrain capabilities of its off-trail core design that last year it discontinued its Monster Series and chucked its classic wooden teetendal construction to make room for the Core 87 in its collection. This year, the entire Core family, including the rechristened Core 85W, was redesigned in several subtle ways to raise the performance bar even higher. From a global performance perspective, Head understands that not all Cores will be treated equally. The Core 85W, as the narrowest of the clan, is expected to spend a good deal of its life on groomed snow, so it's stiffened up accordingly. Like all the cores, the 85W switched out the synthetic corroid in its innards for more caruba and poplar laminates, improving overall feedback from the snow. The Core 85W is nonetheless an off-trail ski by dint of its baseline and side cut, so it has a special fondness for powder. A new core feature that makes it even more effortless to ski in deep snow is a chamfered top edge that lets the ski slice sideways with almost no resistance. Since all powder skiing entails some foot swiveling, this seemingly minor change has a major impact. At 85mm underfoot, the Core 85W goes head-to-head with the Total Joy, one of the original Joy models that were the first to use graphene. The Total Joy has been through its own changes, but that's another story. The Total Joy has all the traits of a traditional carving ski, including a deep side cut that's meant to engage a turn early and hold onto it to the end, which is not the Core 85W's wheelhouse. All three of the Mount Rose squad who essayed the Core 85W came away impressed. Tara praised its lightweight, calling it superb in the off-piste. Megan Ox said, It's my fave of the Core line. It had the best combination of characteristics. Laura Hughes-Allen pegged it as responsive and fun to ski on groomers. I like a step for off-piste ski, so I enjoyed skiing it there as well. Squaw Valley Ski School Director Elaine Fertney's description of the best skier for the Core 87W of last year still applies to the Core 85W today. Quote, This ski has such a huge sweet spot, I wouldn't hesitate to recommend it to anyone from the aspiring advanced skier to the dedicated expert. It's quite simply the most versatile ski I've ever skied. Light, playful, and maneuverable. It boasts stability and edging performance that rival that of your typical carving skis. I used to say, quote, When you're not sure which ski to bring, bring the Monster 88s. That now has changed the Core 85W. The next ski in our lineup comes from K2, the Mindbender 88Ti Alliance. A couple of years ago, pre-pandemic, K2 completely redesigned its off-trail collection, creating the Mindbender Series for Men and corresponding Mindbender Alliance models for women. The character-defining traits of the Mindbender TIE versions are dictated by the shape and placement of its signature TIE Y-beam component. This much you may already know, but you may not be aware that the design of the TIY Y-beam that was ultimately industrialized was prototyped in the Mindbender 88 Ti Alliance. Big Mountain competitor and coach Emma Whiteland was part of the K2 Alliance test team throughout the Mindbender 88 Ti Alliance's development. Here's a digest of her report on helping create the single ski that can handle whatever is thrown in its path. Teton Y bean construction evolved through the process of developing the desired weight and stiffness for the women's eighty eight tie. Teton is laid over the ski in a Y shape, creating the flex profile, producing precise turn initiation while allowing for easy release out of the turn and a wide variety of turn shapes. Having the metal laid out in a Y allows for a savings of unnecessary weight while maintaining desired stiffness. The Teetanel Y being created for the Mindbender 88 Tie Alliance became the design that was applied to the rest of the Mindbender collection, both for men and women. Emma continues, With each subsequent test and discussion, the team all agreed we sought to create a ski that felt stable, balanced, and confidence-inspiring to a range of skier types. Too heavy of a ski would steer many women away, but going too light meant the ski would constantly deflect and bounce around. An overly stiff ski would require too much muscling and race technique to get the ski to bend. It took numerous on-snow tests throughout the season, limitless discussion, brainstorming, working and reworking ideas, not to mention the countless hours the engineers spent transferring and deciphering testers' feedback to the drawing board in order to build and improve on prototype after prototype. The end result is the Mindbender 88TI Alliance, K2's most versatile and high-performing women's ski to date. It can serve as a one-ski quiver for anyone, from an X racer to an intermediate. From carving groomers to tackling moguls, this ski gives the skier the confidence she can do it all. The next ski in our Women's All-Mountain East Roundup is another ski from K2, the Mindbender 90C Alliance. It's a lower price point ski, by the way, than the ski we just discussed, the Mindbender 88Ti Alliance. K2's Mindbender series manages to cover all of its basins with just two principal constructions, TIY beam and spectral braid. Substituting the cross-hatched fibers of spectral braid for a sculpted sheet of Titanol saves both weight and money, bringing the Mindbender 90C alliance price down to an economical $4.99. The Mindbender 90C Alliance probably isn't the right choice for all experts, but for someone whose off-trail skill set is still in its formative stages, it's probably a better fit than the Mindbender 88 TIE Alliance. Here's what veteran K2 Tester, her tenure began in 1990, and free skiing icon Kim Reichelm has to say about the Mindbender 90C and its suitability for her ski camp clients. Quote, the Mindbender 90C Alliance is my go-to resort ski and the most popular ski for my women's ski adventure clients. The C stands for carbon. There is no metal in the ski, making it more flexible tip to tail, which allows it to engage into the turn easily and be more forgiving coming out. The carbon adds torsional rigidity that keeps the ski from chattering on hard snow and adds some snap for carving it in the bumps. The versatility of this ski is what makes it so fantastic. It carves, it skids, it's fun in the bumps, and even has some float and a little bit of fresh snow. The best part is, I don't have to work hard to ski fluidly on this ski. Our next ski is a new model from Rossi, the Rossignol Experience W86 Basalt. The Experience W86 Basalt from Rossignol is part of a tiny minority of women's all-mountain east models that headlines a mostly frontside collection. Rossi has completely reimagined its Experience series long the mainstay of its core recreational models, to fit what it perceives as a new skier type, the quote, all-resort skier. Skiing is still an important part of the overall resort experience, but it's not the whole ball of wax for this resort visitor. While this person is an avid skier, she's not going to go wandering out of bounds intentionally, and whatever powder she assays will be on the side of the trail. She'll find something else to do when the weather is lousy, and she's not going to push too hard on the performance envelope. In commercial terms, the EXPW Basalt is a, quote, step-up model, most likely a first-time purchase for a skier who has survived until now on rentals and second-hand fare. Its all-terrain sidecut will engage at the top of a turn and hold firm through the finish, encouraging skills development without insisting on it. If the skier applies a little tip pressure, its supple forebody transfers energy with gentle insistence, coaching the skier up on an edge that feels confidence-building underfoot. The true measure of a ski like the EXPW Basalt isn't simply how easy it makes the sport for the target skier. It's how well it performs once she's attained a higher level of proficiency. The experienced W86 Basalt is the proverbial gift that keeps on giving, able to raise its game as its pilot progresses. Our next ski comes from Blizzard, the Shiva 9. Both the Shiva 9 and the Black Pearl 88 are descendants of a line of off-trail parents, The template for the pearl was the Brahma, the little brother of the mighty Cochise and Bodacious. The model for the Shiva 9 was the Rustler 9, a spin-off of the Rustler 10 and 11. To better understand the nuances that distinguish the Pearl 88 from the Shiva 9, it helps to understand the families they come from. Distilled to its essence, the Pearl 88 has a smidgen more aptitude for hard snow skiing. Its flip-core construction allows the forebody to join the rest of the ski on edge once it's tipped and pressured, so the skier has the sense of riding the entire ski and not just a section of it. The front of the Shiva 9 is made to be looser, to intentionally forego early connection to a fully carved turn. That it still feels solid throughout is a testament to the security imparted by a trimmed-down top laminate of titanel. Blizzard calls this TI treatment Dynamic Release Technology, or DRT, Its raison d'être is to liberate the tip and tail, to twist and deform as it moves through the heavy snow and irregular surfaces that prevail off-piste. The wall-to-wall metal in the midsection restores order to the operation so the skier feels secure underfoot. Quote, great balance ski, says Joe Lee from Footloose, who put the Shiva 9 through its paces at Mammoth Mountain. It does great turning on groomers, but also charging through the choppy snow. Quote, perfect balance of waist width, sturdiness, and lightness, playfulness, even with clunky demo bindings, says Stacy Kellner from Squaw Valley Ski School. Quote, super forgiving and fun on groomers and moguls alike. Despite the short time I had with these, these are the ones I'm most excited to ride again. In light of its overall gentle nature and bias for off-road conditions, the Shiva 9 is an ideal set of training wheels for the gal who is ready to get off groomers. Supple enough to slither through bumps and agile enough to dart through trees, the Shiva 9 can give an off-trail newbie the confidence to try it all. For its emphasis on ease in all conditions, we again award the Shiva 9 a silver skier selection. Now we come to the Nordica Santa Ana 93. Last season, Nordica's five-model Santa Ana collection was finally unified under a single design concept, terrain-specific metal that closes the gap between the top edge and a single sculpted Tetanyl top sheet as the waist width shrinks. On the Santa Ana 93, TSM moves the metal fairly close to the edge to improve edging power on the groomed conditions it's fated to experience. Quote, Being light and fairly flexible makes them fun all around, notes Stacey Kellner from Squaw Valley Ski School, who felt the Santa Ana 93 handled better on trail. They're a bit beefier ski that carves great and is easy to get on edge. Groomers were lots of fun, she notes. Becca Pierce from Bobo's encountered the Santa Ana 93 on a spring day when the snow evolved into porridge off-trail. a great ski for these sloppy, slushy, sticky conditions, she says. Evidence that it's meant for more than mere groomers. Joe Lee from Footloose agrees with Becca, citing the Santa Ana 93 as, quote, great for a one-ski quiver. It can charge on hard pack and off-piste. Doesn't have a speed limit, she adds admiringly. Madeline Dunn, an ex-racer turned big mountain skier, avalanche education instructor, and Nordica ski tester, penned her impressions of the Santa Ana 93. Quote, Growing up as a Junior Olympic and Noram level ski racer, I expect excellence when it comes to big mountain skis. I need a ski that can turn on a dime, float in the powder, and rip the groomers, often on the same run. The so Santa Ana 93 does just that for me, day after day. It's my go-to ski for any day that I plan to take at least a few groomer laps, knowing I'll be off-piste on every other run. This year's collection of Santa Ana skis dials down the dosage of metal to a single sheet of Tetanyl that varies in dimension by model and size. As a female who has skied both the Enforcer and Santa Ana collection, this shift to one piece of metal instead of two in the women's line has been a game-changer for the brand. One piece of metal delivers just the right amount of sturdiness while also keeping the ski lighter for a lady that likes to ski bell to bell. The Santa Ana 93 is probably more ski than most intermediates need, but the ambitious skier who wants to expand her horizons would do well to consider it. For its wide performance range and confidence inspiring control, we again award the Santa Ana 93 a Silver Skier selection. Our next recommended model in the women's all-mountain-east genre this year is another Nordica, the Santa Ana 88. One of the reasons the women's all-mountain-east category is so popular is that it represents the first step away from prepared slopes, the featureless terrain to which the uninitiated are tethered. Perhaps it's the peculiar nature of the frontier America mentality, but in the U.S., where no one likes to be told what they can and cannot do, The off-piste represents freedom, escapism, and breaking the bonds of convention and formality. Sorry for the rhetorical flourishes, but for some reason Americans can't wait to go off-trail, ready or not, so they might as well be ready. This is where the Nordica Santa Ana 88 can be of greatest service to humankind. While an expert can ski it and appreciate its merits, experts have a lot of other choices, while those who need the most help adapting to the strangeness of skiing off-trail do not. The Santa Ana 88 will also work wonders for one of the sport's fastest-growing niches, the in-resort-slash-backcountry ski, that will work with a hybrid alpine-slash-AT binding to create the ultimate all-terrain setup. As observed last season by adventure journalist and ski mom Brooke Froelich, quote, This is hands-down my favorite pair of skis for the backcountry. The Santa Ana 88 is relatively lightweight for how responsive and solid it feels. I like a ski in the backcountry that will let me confidently hop turn in a chute, that will bust through sun crust, and will be a pleasure to ski for the patches of powder that we find along the way. If you want a one-ski quiver, the Santa Ana 8 will do anything you want her to do. Level 3 PSIA instructor Laura Hughes-Allen found the Santa Ana 88 well-suited to the less technical skier adjusting to the vicissitudes of off-trail skiing. Quote, Overall, I think that this could be a reasonable all-mountain ski for someone who likes a skidded, less dynamic turn and prefers to ski some combination of off-piste, moguls, powder, or crud. While I don't think that carved turns on firm snow are its strength, this ski did grip adequately. You have to give up something to get something in this world, and the Santa Ana 88 gives up some edging energy in order to improve its tolerance for off-trail incompetence. As a set of training wheels that will continue to serve long after the training is over, the Santa Ana 88 offers the Intermediate a lot of ceiling to grow into. Next is a classic that's been in this category seemingly forever, although it's constantly been upgraded and now it is an absolutely marvelous all-terrain ski. I'm referring, of course, to the vocal Kenja 88. The Kenja 88 is the grand dame of the women's market, and over the years she's had more facelifts than Joan Rivers to keep her current but none of her previous makeovers were quite as extensive, or as successful, at reinvigorating the old gal with the energy of youth as the current Kenja 88. In a word, wow. The application of tetanel frame technology is the game-changer. By breaking the top sheet of Tetanyl into three pieces, the metal is distributed where it can do the most good, and the fiberglass beneath it can breathe. The engagement of the glass layer during the turn is what creates the rebound energy that differentiates this Kenja from all who came before. But the Kenja 88 didn't bring just one gift to this party. Its side cut has been modified into a triple radius affair, Vocal calls it 3D radius side cut, that mimics a geometry more commonly found in technical skis. If you lay it over until the center radius is engaged, you'll get a tidy short turn, but ride it close to the fall line and the long radius tip and tail sections take control over trajectory. An extra patch of shock dampening carbon in the shovel helps reduce shimmy and sketchy snow. Perry Schaffner, an atypically strong skier who until recently was an NCAA racer, calls the Kenja 88, quote, a super fun and playful ski. At 88 millimeters underfoot, it's wide enough to be solid in second day powder and probably even light powder. It also skied well and was stable on the groomers. I think this is a great all-around ski for skiers of any ability. At some remove from Perry on the age and aggression scale is a diva from Willie's who likewise felt she found a friend in the Kenja 88. Quote, Wow, this ski could be my BFF. Number one in stability, it will not let you down. Turning is great, not just for skiing corduroy. Plus, it is forgiving. It is nice. It bears mention that the unisex all-mountain-east category is as chock-full of options as the women's field, and in this hotly competitive domain, the Kendo 88 rules the roost. It so happens that the Kenja 88 and the Kendo 88 are essentially the same ski, which suggests that even the strongest female skiers, physically and technically, won't overtax the Kenja 88's assets. Next, we have the Head Total Joy, Two seasons ago, the Joy family of women-specific carving skis underwent the same sort of across-the-board transformation that the Core Series experienced this year. Head's justifiable focus on graphene, which is carbon in a one-atom-thick matrix, that allows Head to tinker with flex in ways previously unimaginable makes it sound as though the ultralight Total Joy were made of synthetics and pixie dust, but it's actually grounded at an all-wood, caruba and ash, core, with carbon, fiberglass, and lighter-than-pixie dust, graphene, providing structural support. Its ultralight insides aren't all that's unique about the Total Joy. It's also the maven of a covey of carving skis, and it's built more for on-pieced edging than for off-trail smearing. In this respect, the Total Joy is the Core 85W's polar opposite, its mildly rockered, multi-radius forebody itches to find an edge, and its deep dish sidecut wants to hold onto it like it was a long-lost child. It's ideal for an accomplished frontside skier who occasionally dabbles in off-trail pursuits. Robin Barnes, director of the Portillo Ski School and a PSAA national team member, gets where the total joy fits in the grand scheme of things. If she seems to know more about Head's women's skis than most, it's because she's been a Head-sponsored athlete and ambassador for years. Here's her thumbnail report on the Total Joy. Quote, The original recipient of Head's graphene technology and other state-of-the-art technology was the Joy line of women's skis. One of the coveted skis in that line was the Total Joy, and although it is a smidge narrower at 85 millimeters at the waist, it's also a ski like the Core 87W to be enjoyed in a variety of conditions. The Total Joy would be my go to ski recommendation for a woman who is getting used to skiing all over the mountain, skis with moderate speeds, and wants a ski to help her build her confidence. Rounding out our lineup of the best recommended women's models in the All Mountain East genre is the Liberty Evolve 90W. Forgive me, dear readers, for I have sinned. I've included the Liberty Evolve 90W here without knowing, deep down, how women will feel about its twenty-one twenty-two incarnation. You see, Liberty added a third alu strut to its innovative vertical metal technology core, which will require a certain amount of energy to deflect. I'm sure Liberty understands that any skier, regardless of gender, has to be able to bend a ski to extract its best behavior. Still, I hate to render judgment based on suspicions alone. But I'm going to anyway. The prior generation's carving prowess, to which the fabulous Kim Beekman alludes later on, was already first-rate, and the unisex 2122 Evolve 90 is one of the brightest stars in this year's pantheon of all-mountain-east models. There's every reason to suspect the new Evolve 90W will perform like an elite carving ski trapped in an all-mountain model's body. Here's what Kim Beekman, an editorial force in our little industry and a damn good skier in the bargain, composed for these pages last year about the two-strut version of the Evolve 90W. Quote, The Evolve 90W is an all-mountain multi-tool designed to make your face hurt from smiling so hard. Designed with Liberty's revolutionary vertical metal technology, struts of metal sandwiched vertically between lightweight wood stringers rather than two sheets of metal laid above and below the core, this ski has all the confidence inspiring stability and edge grip without muscle burning weight. It goads you to go faster, ski longer, explore further, and is always up for the challenge. The ninety millimeter waist is perfect for venturing all over, from arcing perfect turns on groom to surfing boot top fluff in the trees. It's also remarkably forgiving when you want to back it off and slide it around. It readily welcomes your input. It's poppy, playful, responsive, and yet bites like hell when you want it to. If you've never skied a Liberty before, this is the one to try. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes our coverage of the Women's All Mountain East category for the 21-22 season. This has been Jackson Hogan for Real Skiers with Jackson Hogan. Thanks for listening.